0: morning and welcome happy friday patriot radio news hour i'm joe jake ceo of the patriot Trading group and i hope it finds you well because we've made it through another week and i'll tell you what man the great weather is here uh it's been a oh, it was a miserable horrible summer uh hot humid for us and, and now the the just fantastic it gets to like 80 81 82 uh and then at night it, it it's nice and cool it's a great time to be in the valley of the Sun. by the way having said that don't come here right we're full <laughs> Maybe we we need to hang aside at all the points of entry that say no vacancy enough already uh i got a lot of things to talk about. Obviously, it's Friday. We're going to do Fake News Friday coming up next. Uh, we got to talk about the election just a little bit. The Democrats have moved ahead here. I I can't believe it. We'll see. The county goes, this is how bad it is. That apparently, and I don't know if it's every state, and, and, and I don't know why it's going to take so long. Uh, there was, I do know this, there was six, 100,000 people that mailed in ballots. Now, apparently, and I I guess there's probably a cost to processing ballots and all that, and and maybe they only count them if they need to, which kind of, in in a weird way, is kind of creepy to begin with. You think, you know, hey, as you get them, count them. Right? That way, by the time Election Day rolls around, you've already counted most of them. Uh, but apparently, here in Arizona, we only can process 75,000 of them a day. So if you do the math, right, there's 600,000 of them to process. Uh, we're not going to have the tally. My, my guess will be maybe around this time next week we'll know who... Uh, one between Christine Cinema and Martha McSally right now. The the news this morning is the Democrat has moved ahead by just under nine thousand votes. And uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know what this. I'm shocked. Um, and and again, remember, I, I kind of warned y'all. You better get out there and do your thing. You're not gonna you're not gonna like the results. Uh, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. It is what we do. And just think about where, you know, and I know, listen, we got the best case outcome, I guess, because there's really no chance of a, of a sweep. I actually thought we were. I did. I thought the Republican. You know what? I you know kind of like the election with Donald and Hillary, and they say, "Oh, Hillary's got it won." And I said, "No, I think Trump's going to pull it up." Didn't happen. And and now, and I'm seeing that, uh, you know, a lot of these places: Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, uh, Texas was close. Florida. Florida's always been one of those a little, uh, you know, could go either way uh but but texas arizona nevada colorado which used to be you know strong uh republican uh states and, and maybe colorado got there first right <laughs> colorado maybe got there first uh but we're we're closing the gaps there uh even more reason to put it away I mean, we we think the deficits are bad now. Wait till the Democrats get older; and they'll just be handing out money to anybody. The website at allamericangold.com. dot uh, com. Make sure you check it out. We we're a little slow getting it up today. We had a a little uh, technical glitch. As a, I'll call it a technical glitch, uh, but but it is we got. If you were up early in the morning and you saw the same uh, webpage, uh, new one's up. So go ahead. Make sure you get out there. Check that out as well. Uh, Colorado. I know we had some uh, issues yesterday, and we had some weird things happening with the station and different programs coming in late and things firing off at the wrong time. We're working on. I think we're we're going to have that fixed, or maybe we already do have it fixed uh, before. Hopefully, before the end of the day today. I, I do have some disappointing news. Jason has, uh, he's called in sick today. Now, I'm not sure if he's actually sick, but apparently uh, you know, the week after week after week of beatings that I've given him on the Fake News Friday segment has put him uh, into a state where he is not going to be on today. But we are going to have Brian is going to fill in for Jason. So Jason and Brian do this show in the afternoon. Uh, Brian's going to be joining. He's going to try his luck at it. And I will tell you this already. I'm not as confident as I normally would be. Uh, I think Brian will be a much better competitor uh, for Fake News Friday. And plus, maybe he can give you an update on on the progress or the issues that we had in Colorado, because he's kind of the guy that we go to now when uh, things don't work the way they're supposed to. And then after that, a new—is there going to be more shakeups? And there's going to be more shakeups in the Trump cabinet. Uh, who's going to be the next to go? Uh, I think I know who it may be. I was something, you know what? It wasn't who I thought it was going to be. Uh, But I'm going to update you that there may be a change in who... And I don't know how involved he was. He should have been very involved. Uh, Wilbur Ross, who is the Commerce Secretary, he may be the next person out. What I love is who they're saying is going to replace them, because that's got me excited. I got a whole new slant on trade negotiations with China... Don't touch that dial. Come on back. Watch me and Brian go toe-to-toe on Fake News Friday, and then we'll get to everything else.
1: One of these things is
2: not like the others. One of these things doesn't
1: belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the others? Before I finish my song.
2: From News Headquarters, this is Fake News.
1: Fake.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What is real? How do you define real? Fake News Friday.
0: fake, 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 fake. <laughs> Uh, just as a reminder, in case you, you uh, uh, don't know how this segment really goes, and we're probably not—we're pro- stretching the truth on the fake part. Every one of these stories is actually real; it's true, with the exception of in one of them, a small detail is going to get changed, and we have to be, you know. We have to figure out which one it is. And, of course, most of you know I'm on, like, an eight-month winning streak. Of course, we've only been doing it for, like, three. Uh, but but Jason has been pummeled into sickness. He sent me an email this morning, and I swear it was signed by his mother that he was sick. Uh, so he got his part- tag team partner. Brian, are you there? Yes, indeed. Good morning, Joe. And uh, listeners, I am here. I think I- I'm ready. Toronto I'm to so next, excited uh, to have you now. You've been watching. Have you been hearing the massacres that I've been laying on, Jason?
3: Well, yes. I've been having to, you know, pick, pick him back up and tell him it's okay, buddy. Here, give him a pat on the back. Yes. Okay. So, are you you're, you're ready? You're I, ready well. to play. We'll see. I'm a little apprehensive. The competition fear is kind of like that uh, election a couple days ago.
0: We'll have to see then. Yeah, we're going to have to wait. I'm going to tell you, you got me nervous. I'm excited for the challenge. Ramon, are you ready?
2: I am indeed. Are you ready to go?
0: We're, we're going to give it a shot.
2: All right. Speaking of elections, let's go with story number one. Uh, Beto O'Rourke drops an F-bomb on live TV during his concession speech. Following a narrow defeat in the Senate race to Republican Ted Cruz in Texas, O'Rourke, the celebrity-backed Democrat and former punk rocker, told his hometown supporters, I'm so blanking proud of you guys. O'Rourke was then heard to say that he blanking hates Ted Cruz and the horse he rode in on, all hat, no cattle. MSNBC, of course, uh, they uh, later apologized for his comment. That's story number one. Story number two also has to do with voting. Greyhound Racing Amendment passes in Florida, phasing out the uh, dog racing sport by 2020. The Committee to Protect Dogs, which lobbied the racing ban, called it a knockout blow to a cruel industry that has been hurting and killing dogs for a century. Because of the decision, uh, Florida voters, thousands of dogs will be spared the pain and suffering that is inherent in the greyhound racing industry. That is story number two. Story number three, eight-year-old Delilah Lee from Australia started a petition to Kellogg's to change their sexist branding. After noticing the company only featured boys doing something awesome on the Nutrigrain cereal boxes, she decided to do something about it. Why can't girls be on the back? Lee wrote a letter to Kellogg's in May. Can you please stop it? It's not fair. Girls can do awesome things, too. Please fix this. She said she wrote a letter to Kellogg's to get them to change it. The, they responded but did nothing about the problem. She got online and got a online petition. Well, it finally worked for a little Delilah. The uh, Kellogg's announced Friday it will be making changes to the cereal boxes so that is story number three all right who shall begin
3: i'll go you know the the the, the second and the third story i i did I, you know i've not had a chance to look at the news this morning so i'm feeling a little little behind the eight ball here but you know the fact that uh beto dropped the f-bomb and and uh my family i've got a lot of family in texas i'm gonna have to go with
0: that one
2: all right That's story story no- story number one all right,
0: I I, I am ha- going to have to disagree with that. Okay, um, I didn't I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and and but I thought I I thought I saw um, a headline about him uh, using a profanity. I'm not shocked. I mean, I, I, I that doesn't surprise me anymore. Um, and and people, and I've been saying it for a while, all civility has been lost. All the things that we used to grow up on uh, have been shattered. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. If we even came close to saying a bad word when I was growing up, my mom whooped your whooped backside. And you didn't even say the actual word, but you kind of, you know... Uh, kind of like what we do, we change up the story, You changed up the enunciation, but you, she knew you meant to say a bad word. Yeah, you got to beat that. It was implied, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, today <laughs> it never happens. I'm going to go with story number three, because what kid eats do grain cereal? That's the only reason. I'm like, Nutri-Grain, who eats that? No kid eats that.
2: That's funny. Yeah, if it, if it were Frosted Flakes, it'd be a different right, story, I, I right?
0: Would've, I would have bought that.
2: Well, let's see here. Okay, so winner for round one is not Joe. Uh-oh. What? Is not Joe. Can I repeat that? It's not Joe this time.
0: Is it Brian? Yes, it is. Oh is that dear. fake? Don't tell me the part about the cowboy hat. Correct.
2: You, you you are correct, sir. You picked out the fake portion, yet you did not pick that story as being fake. Ugh. Ah, go with your gut.
0: Well, what do they say? Beginner's luck?
2: I think you're going oh, to have make... to You
0: know what? I got duped by my own thing. That was actually, he really did drop the profanity.
2: He did. But Apparently,
0: he didn't. he didn't make a comment about the stinking hat. Yes. Uh, after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we're going to come up with something different.
2: Oh, because you lost this one yeah, story?
0: Exactly, because that's bull. <laughs> well, you know the other part. The other part of the story,
3: I, I have a vivid memory when I dropped the f bomb in front of my mother when I was a, a, a teen, and I caught her back back of her hand across my face. That was uh, I, I still can picture the moment. Right, so maybe that's that was what the, happened. That was the yeah, time.
0: exactly.
2: Is that a microaggression? Now I would imagine so, right?
3: That, that was actually a major aggression. <laughs> Of <laughs> the <was a>
2: macro. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's go to round two, and uh, let's start Listen, off with... Listen, I still
0: oh, say well, this. There's no way that little kid was eating Nutri-Grain cereal.
2: It was probably forced on upon by her mother. Yes. Or father. Uh, Can't we got to get... Everybody's equal. Everybody's equal. St- uh, round number two. Let's go with uh, Sioux City advances the ordinance by banning toy firearms. The Sioux City Council approved the uh, ordinance on Monday that would ban pellet guns and BB guns. The proposal would also ban Nerf or squirt guns that shoot out the those uh, suction cup darts, laser tag sets, and the popular flying killing bug assault gun, which I've I've never heard of a bug assault gun before. Let's go with story number two. The uh, U.S. Ronald Reagan LSD probe is bigger than you think. Fourteen sailors from the nuclear reactor department of the aircraft carrier Ronald Reagan face disciplinary action in connection with LSD abuse, Navy official confirmed this week. Two sailors are already heading to court for, or the court martial, I should say, for using, possessing, and distributing the drug while Three are waiting to see whether they will be charged as well, according to the seven-fleet spokesman, Lieutenant Joe Kelly. So uh, people on uh, the U.S. Ronald Reagan are using LSD. So, story number three. Here we go. Motel 6 agrees to pay a huge settlement after getting sued for reporting illegal guests to ICE. As part of the agreement, the motel has agreed to uh, pay up to $5.6 $5.6 million to patrons who were placed in immigration removal processing, while paying up to $1 million to guests who were interrogated, and up to an additional $1 million to patrons whose information was was shared with authorities, with ICE. So there we go. We have those three stories. I'm going to sit back and let you guys fight amongst yourselves. Who shall go first?
0: Well, I guess it's my turn to right. go first. Um, wow. Hmm? Again, remember now all of these stories are true, but there's one detail that, that in one of these stories that isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I, I think the Motel Six thing. I think that's all true. Okay. So it's either the LSD on the is it was it a submarine or whatever it may have been, and uh, what was the first? Oh, the, the Nerf gun. The Which... Nerf gun sounds like That's ridiculous. Right, that can't be true, so therefore it must be true, so I'm going to say there's something about the sailors and the LSD that's incorrect.
2: Okay, you've gone with the uh, LSD. I would need LSD to be in a submarine for a long time. <laughs> um, I,
0: I don't know that those two really mix. <laughs> <think? laughs> I know, I can't get out of
2: this tube. All right. All right.
0: My turn, huh?
2: Yes, sir.
3: The, the, the logic is dizzying as usual. Um... It reminded me of that scene from The Princess Bride with, uh, with the with uh, the the mastermind behind it, and he was trying to switch and trade places with the uh, uh, the poison, the put the poison in front of the the, the good guy, the, dry, the dread pirate Roberts. So I don't know, I the the something about the Sioux City uh, banning the toy guns, the the bug assault. You know, that's how, that you you load uh, table salt into that thing, and it gives shoots a puff of air, and you can shoot a fly sitting you know three four feet away. I think. I don't oh, know. Wow. I'm gonna go with, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose that Sioux City story about the banning the toy guns and okay, everything.
2: You're going with banning the toy guns and well, Joe I has have gone a bad feeling about this. And Joe has gone with the LSD on the USS Ronald Reagan. Uh, I like to say it this way. Uh, uh, Joe, you did not win this one as well. Ah,
0: I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Uh-oh. maybe Glenn gave Brian the answers. What? We are not CNN. So let me ask you this. Was that the, the Sioux City thing? That, the, cause you, it you was. Another thing, but you gave a lot of details there, so that probably was the one. Was that the one that was fake?
2: It was the one that was fake, and the reason why was when it got into the Nerf and all that other good stuff. But they are banning the uh, pellet and BB guns. But Nerf is okay. I uh, So you're fine. Again, now I know what a bug assault Gun is. And I'm gonna probably no, go buy
0: one. You, you know what? You always learn something. Yeah. Uh So so Brian comes in. Jason nowhere to be found. Nope. Hiding in his room. Doesn't want to come out. And 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 Brian comes out first time. Lays the wood to me. It was a clean right, movie. I didn't get a, a single one right.
3: You know what, Joe? I, I have to give Jason credit. J- Jason's been coaching me for a couple of days. He's been he's been telling me how to how to go about it. So let me
0: tell you right now. Obviously, you are th- you know Brian is probably you know we're not that smart. This all of the Patriot family, we're we're just not that smart. Brian nope. is by far probably the smartest one of all of us. That's and I'm sure what he did was he took all of Jason's tips and did the exact opposite, <laughs> and hence he won.
3: Well, what's 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 the saying? It's uh sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. I'm not going to claim skill. I'm going to claim I'm going to claim luck. How's that?
0: Well, let me ask you this, speaking of luck. I know we've had a few issues up there in Colorado. Uh can you give us any update are, are we are we through those?
3: Well, we think we know what the we think we know generally what the issue is and it it boils down to uh uh, not reading the manual before going into making the changes, so I think we're going to go back and read the manual. You know, the instruction manual, like with putting a the Christmas toy together. I think I think we'll be able to figure out what the answer is. We've 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 got an idea. It's kind of the it's kind of the idea of, of programming being a certain length and trying to fit it
0: into a smaller smaller slot. That uh, I think we've got a little tweaking. So to we're, we're talking about we had a five pound sack. But yet we had 10 pounds of you-know-what. Hey, wait
2: a minute. Watch your language there. You're not running for office.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Picker Radio News Hour. Brian, congratulations. I'm going to have to start drinking. I got a bottle of Jack here after that whooping. We'll be back right after this. We're going to talk about who may be replacing Wilbur Ross if he's really on his way
2: out. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
1: Today is the 29th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. It was on November 9, 1989 that the Soviet Union opened the border and announced that people could freely cross from communism to freedom. President Ronald Reagan's greatest achievement was to bring about the collapse of the Soviet Empire, and it was a stunning event. Anyone who might have predicted this when Reagan became president in 1981 would have been laughed out of town. Hardly anybody believed the Soviet Union would collapse in their own lifetimes. In the years preceding Reagan's presidency, U.S. foreign policy was dictated by Henry Kissinger who believed that the Soviet Union would always be the world's one superpower, and it was his job to negotiate the best second place for the United States. Kissinger believed we had to accept a future built on Nikita Khrushchev's peaceful coexistence, Richard Nixon's detente, Mikhail Gorbachev's perestroika, and treaties that accepted U.S. strategic inferiority to the Soviet Union. Kissinger served for far too long across Republican and Democratic administrations, and Phyllis Schlafly identified him as a Marxist deep state figure long before that sentiment was widely shared. But when Ronald Reagan came into office, his strategy was completely different from the days of Kissinger. Reagan's strategy sounds familiar, especially in light of our current President Trump. We win, they lose, Reagan said of the Soviets. In 1983, he dared to label the Soviet Union as an evil empire. He designed our nation's future built on victory over communism. That attitude was what led him to go to Berlin in 1987 and dare to say, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Reagan wrote those words into the speech himself. Reagan was the architect of the awesome victory that took place in the first year after he finished his term. Margaret Thatcher summed it up. Ronald Reagan won the Cold War without firing a shot. Victory over communism happened because Reagan demanded it, both in rhetoric and in policy decisions. And millions of people owe their freedom today to the vision and the courage of a true leader, Ronald Reagan.
2: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com.
0: Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. In other news today, uh, people are speculating that the next person to leave the Trump cabinet. Uh, obviously, we all know Jeff Sessions. Uh, what he resigned, whether he was asked to, not asked to, and you know, the, obviously the Democrats were all upset about it uh, because you know they're the. Trump administration wants this ridiculous Russia uh, collusion thing to to come to it. You know, think about all the money we're spending on that. That's the part that gets me. We know it's it's trumped up stuff. Uh, I guess no pun intended. Trumped up stuff, and we're just spending a fortune on it all. Uh, but but now they're speculating that Wilbur Ross, uh, he he is the Commerce Secretary. And uh, one of Trump's uh, rich friends, billionaire Wilbur Ross, uh, may be on his way out. Uh, they're saying that uh, Forbes had wrote a published an article uh, earlier this year that accused Ross of ripping off investors and former business partners. Uh, they're billionaires, that's what they do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, obviously. Uh, That's not a great thing, but, yeah, that that shocks anybody. Uh, But here's what makes it such an interesting story. Who may replace Wilbur Roth. They're saying the leading candidate is Linda McMahon. And for those of you that uh, grew up a wrestling fan, yeah, that's Vince McMahon's wife. Uh, Her and her husband, they run the uh, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. I, I think she and uh, she may be the CEO there. She may have had to let her husband be in charge because uh, right now she is—I uh, believe she is something on the uh, Small Business Administration. She's in charge of that right now. But could you imagine? Linda McMahon is now the Commerce Secretary if that came to fruition. I mean, she could dust off Hulk Hogan, right, and, and you know, send him over to the Chinese, and he can give him, well, let me tell you something, brother. You stop stealing our stuff, or you're going to get a bionic elbow, right? It would be great, right? We could get the Samoans and Roman Reigns and all of those guys over there, start body slamming people. I mean, we get a trade deal in no time. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's what they're saying. Uh, Lyndon McMahon, maybe the next up, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Uh, that is not, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, but they're looking that, uh, that that may be the possibility. There was a, a couple of things economically we do need to talk about. Yesterday, and it was weird because it was on a Thursday, we had the minutes from the last Fed meet. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. It was, it was, and i got to correct myself, it wasn't the minute. This was one of, we had a Fed meeting without a press conference. The last one ever. So for those of you that don't know how this works, every six weeks, I believe it is, yeah, every six weeks, the Federal Reserve has to have a meeting. And they, they huddle up. And they, they, they talk about, you know, all of the economic data, the real data, the fake data, the seasonally adjusted data, and they have eight of those meetings a year. Half of those meetings, after the, they meet, the head of the Federal Reserve has a press conference. See, because you got to remember now, way back, go back to the 70s, that didn't happen. You know, the Federal Reserve used to be private, right? And they and they, they, talk about, you can't audit us, and, and the government has no authority over us, and, and if the president says anything, well, he shouldn't. Yet, why the press conference? Matter of fact, why did I tell you this last one without a press? This is the last one ever. Now, next starting next year, after every meeting, they're going to have a press conference because the realities are: the re- they, this is done for Wall Street, right? The Federal Reserve is nothing more than the plunge protection team of Wall Street. And they're like, "Hey, we can do a lot much better job. If we can come out there every time, so starting next year, they're going to come out every time." And there was really, a, and I'll just tell you the statement: there was no change. All the stuff that they said stayed the same, right? And and, the, and and let me tell you, just so you know, it's not even two pages long. The the press release. I mean, it's it's almost. It's almost insulting that it's so brief, right? But this is what they do, right? You can sum up the whole U.S. economy in a couple of paragraphs. I have no idea. I don't know what that sound is. Anyway, it disappeared. But one of the things that, that was after the – now, after the president, again, I said no changes. But people thought that was bullish I, I, or hawkish. I'm so hawkish. Uh, the Fed is absolutely hiking rates in December. I'm just telling you that now. But it was the data that came out today that I think has everybody nervous. We had the producer price index come out this morning. It was the largest increase in inflation for producers in well over half a decade. The headline number was up six tenths, and that's a monthly number. That's not annualized. And obviously, I'm not saying that, that it's going, you know, to continue every month. But that would put inflation somewhere north of 7%. Uh, That got the dollar higher. why everything's down today. The Dow's down today. Gold's down today. Silver's down today. Matter of fact, gold and silver are down big. Gold's down 15. Silver's down over 30 cents. Uh, It is buying day again. Buy these pullbacks. Because really, there's nothing new here. And what I mean by that, I've been telling you all year, we have a stagflationary problem. I know they want to try to convince oh, wages are going, they're doing better. Wages are up like 1210. Right? here's what, you know what's so funny? Crude oil broke below 60 today. When are gas prices going to go down? They're still the same. Where is I still the, the cheap place? 290 is cheap here. Um, but get, uh, oil below sixty today. Uh, you know, you think about that. Oil was was oh, what seventy five bucks, going towards eighty just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but but producers said, listen, everything's getting more expensive. And right on the heels of that, so you know what's coming next: margin pressure, raising prices to consumers, and speaking about things getting more expensive. Something else hit a new all-time high. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Before we get to who just hit a new all-time record high, don't worry, there's no inflation. I gotta tell you the specials because uh, I'm heating it up even hotter. I promise. After the show, I'll, I'll try to get out to the website and get it changed there. Starting with Silver Eagles, there's five cases. Here, here, what it is. You get what you get. It could be a 2018. It could be a 2017. It could be a 2016. I don't know. They don't care anymore. They said, this is it. This is all you get. Right now, online, I've got cases at 8,875. Scratch that. Cases of silver eagles eight thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. I know a lot of people, say, hey, that's a lot of money, and I get it. But that, that puts your price per ounce down uh what seventeen and a half bucks. That's the cheapest it's been in a while. Rolls of silver eagles three hundred and fifty dollars again the cheapest it's been in in a while fact, an ounce of silver back above 85 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold great value there i also still have i got about 40 rolls of half dollars we started those yesterday at 120 so you've got plenty of options there on the gold side this ought to tell you where the market is remember what we tell you here we want you to buy as much gold as you possibly can. We want you to be able to do it and be able to buy it, sell it, trade it, stay private. Never have to give out your Social Security number. Don't have to worry about 1099. If, and it's starting, you know what, I'm starting to feel like it could be more likely, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but if the government confiscates gold again, I want you to at least maybe have a shot at being able to keep it. And notice, I always say, listen, the stroke of the pen, the government does what it wants. But the pre-33 gold, the Liberties and the Saints, they are not classified the same way as your Gold Eagles, as your Bars, as your Maple Leafs, as your Krugerands. Right? The old gold is now considered to be a collectible. The reason why that's important is because the last time they confiscated gold in 1933, they did leave themselves a loophole. The only gold an American citizen could keep was ones that were considered to be collectible. So there's a chance. And, of course, we always tell you, right, stay at the low end. Don't overpay for stuff. Don't overpay for graded coins and rare coins they tell you are rare. Don't do it. And when we sell things here, right, you're able to buy higher grades and not pay the premiums. Today, this is a unique item. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Because everything is so tight, here's what I got from the largest wholesaler in the world today. I've got 30 of each. $20 Liberties, I've got 30. $20 Saints, I've got 30. Let me tell you about these particular coins. These coins were bought in Europe. They were part of a bag, which is amazing when you think about it, a bag of twenty dollar gold pieces. Yeah, they had a bag with one thousand twenty dollar gold pieces. Inside of it, they said that these particular saints and liberties they would normally send to be graded. Right. They've got their new statistic, and they, they get out their IPs, and they look at how many coin marks and what the wear is and all that stuff. These are coins, and this is what they, they told me today, that would have been worst case. Mint State 61s, and they said most likely all of these coins are Mint State 62 coins. The problem is there's not enough of a spread. They've got to pay to get them graded. And they're like, hey, the cost to get them graded makes it not worth our while. So what these are called in the industry, I call them BUs, brilliant uncirculated. But in the industry, they're called CUs, which means choice uncirculated. In other words, these are coins, according to the largest wholesaler in the world, should be graded, but because of spreads are not. Here's what makes it a good deal. All that's nice. It is. It's nice. I don't care. How much is it? They're $1,295, either or. That is 15 bucks less than what we sell our normal raw 20s for. I'm just going to read to you. These are very nice. This is what they said to me. These are very nice CU coins with a nice mix of dates. They're not specific. I don't know what that means. I, obviously, they've got a lot of different dates in there, and that's always a good thing. So you've got plenty of options today on the silver side and on the gold side. Uh, For us, all of it's nice. It's all about value. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back for one more segment before we wrap up the week. 800-951-0592. Used car prices hit a new all-time high in the third quarter. And according to Edmunds, used car prices are now up 20% in the last five years. The average price of a used car now broke 20000 Not to be outdone, the average length of payment hit a new all-time record high of five and a half years. Wow. Think about how expensive it is. So the price of the car, all-time record high. The length, you got to borrow the money, all-time record high. Hey, not to be outdone, the miles on the used car, all-time record high. Don't worry, though. They'll keep telling you there's no inflation. Today's special. I'm going to try to go through it quick. We had 30 of each. Are these on the phone right now? So I'm just going to tell you, they're not going to make it through the day. I've got 30 Liberties and 30 Saints either or 1295 these are what they consider in the industry to be choice uncirculated which means that these coins are gradable coins matter of fact the wholesaler said most of these are should be mint state 62 but there's you know and i've been telling you forever right 61 there's nobody in it right now these these premiums are so down on the graded, they don't even want to pay the money to get them graded. Again, it's a nice, it's great, I don't care. All I care about is the price. $1,295. bucks. you are going to get the nicest looking $20 Liberties and Saints you've ever seen that don't come in a holder right here at Patriot for what? $80, $85 over spot, 800 951, 0592. Silver. Cases of U.S. Silver Eagles, 8750 That's delivered. Don't know what the date is going to be? You get what you get. It could be an 18, a 16, a 17. I don't know. $8,750 Rolls of Silver Eagles. Three hundred and fifty dollars. You can't go wrong. And then we still have some of those half dollar rolls at one twenty. So if you're calling up today, you want to place the order, get some of that gold if you can, throw some of that silver in there. It always is good to have it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll-free number. Uh and, uh, again, I want buy those to you. I want to see them. Never actually sold any before. Choice uncirculated. Uh, that was Colorado calling me. Uh, I'm a little worried. I, I apologize about that. I'm a little worried. I don't know if we've lost them or not. Uh, but choice uncirculated would simply mean these are coins that normally would have been sent out to be slabbed by PCGS or NGC. They came out of Europe, and people are saying there's still quite a bit of gold. I don't say quite a bit, really not that much at all. This they, it used to be all the gold came from Europe. Now it's rare to see them, but this was a bag that that the largest wholesaler in the world they bought it. One of the, I don't know if it was in Paris or, or if it was probably in Switzerland would be my guess. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody takes care. Listen, have a great weekend. My son's got a playoff game tonight. Go state, and we'll be back on Monday.